been a little bit. It has. A couple weeks now. I feel like you said that like last, last time. time. Yeah, last because time. it was a couple weeks. It was a couple weeks. I, hope, I feel like there's a little trend happening, but also it's for good reason. Had to get everything set up. Yeah. Had to have like an official launch. Right. Official link. Like had to, had to get the whole setup started. The Instagram at Big Persona Pod. We, we had to bring Landon on. We had to get Landon on board. Yeah. Should have a visual element to the podcast soon. Very soon. Uh, yeah, very soon. Just some schedules got a link. It'll be straight from there. It'll be straight. Oh, yeah. Oh, Honestly, yeah. we'll be famous. I'm waiting for it. Mark my words. <laughs> Write this down. What's today? Uh, March the 20th. 20th. 2022. Give it like two years of consistency. Oh, yeah. We're great. Oh, yeah. We're great. Calling it. I'm calling my shot like Babe Ruth. Two years in the making. Yes, sir. I'm pointing to the stands on that one. Sending it out the park. Yeah. Gabe also sent my coffee out the park earlier. <laughs> there, was a, there was a spillage. There was an there was an incident with a coffee that may or may not have happened. But, you know, it's it's taken care of. It's taken care of. For the most part. We got a rag on it. Rag. Rag and water, baby. That's all you really need. Rag and water. Isn't that that, um, that uh, adult swim show? Rag and water. Rag and water. Rag and water. Rag and water. Bro, you, I don't know if I'm hip. Rag. 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 <laughs> but no, um, welcome back to another splendid episode, where it's episode four for y'all. Um, it's your host with the most, G, Gabriel, whatever you really want to call me. Uh, we're back with the latest. Uh, my co-host to my right. What's up, everyone? Zach, uh, Taco. Whatever you want to call me, um, I'm here and I'm ready to just dive right in to a, another episode of Big Persona. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And today's topic, the man himself, Jack Harlow. White boy of the century. He <laughs> he is white boy of the century, for sure. Like, the man's rise to fame over the past Two years, three years really is insane. He went from confetti in 2019 with, you know, the breakout single with Bryson Tiller. And it seems his like uh, go to feature ESTG on on some of these projects, uh, both him and Bryson. But I mean, confetti dropped 2019. He followed up with Sweet Action, had some great bangers for the summer in 2020. And then, you know, that October, he dropped Tyler Hero. And I feel like that was a switch up from what's popping and everything we had heard from Jack Harlow. Like it brought a lot more lyricism, crazy one-liners, the summer vibes were there. And it definitely felt like a legitimate, like album drop was coming for him because previously they were kind of more, you know, mixtape feel, shorter albums. This one, you know, that's what they all say was kind of the, the debut that set him up for where he is right now. He's come a far away for real. For real. For real, no. Um, I will say I have like a, a thing for, I don't know if I would call it like a stigma. Um, and I've said previously that like I'm, not only did we, I feel like we just mentioned Jack Harlow on like the last episode, um, but I, I know I mentioned like, oh, like I'll listen to all kinds of music. I have a thing for like music that's like popular that's like really banging the radio like for whatever reason it just i'm skeptical about it mm-hmm. so like despacito i avoided for like two years i get that though i get ass. that though um, because like radio and like um you know mainstream like 
over like overplaying of like songs like dumps it down and like it loses its value like that's kind of what like TikTok has done with mm-hmm. a lot of music because like I feel like a lot of people are like only discovering some artists only from TikTok when like collard greens that's insane mm-hmm. yeah that was that was really insane seeing that I was like where have y'all been like when this song was around round we were all wearing we were all wearing bucket hats mm-hmm. like religiously mm-hmm. everyone had a bucket hat on like we were with the schoolboy cuvee way way before it was chopped up into a 15 second sound bite playing grand theft auto 5 straight up like that takes me back Biatch. yeah it's your favorite song yeah um but for that reason i actually avoided uh i didn't know who jack harlow was until i heard what's poppin um but i avoided it until i played uh call of duty uh what's the i can't think of like oh, the, just like the modern warfare yeah like modern, modern warfare yeah, yeah. like whatever like they the, put they put the they put like a basically a, a cosmetic pack in like dlc mm-hmm. if you honk for a, horn a war or, zone right yeah war zone and you don't like honk the horn but you can play music in the car and uh what's popping was one of the songs on there i'm telling you when you you get to do it in the helicopter too but like it was <laughs> there was a couple of times it would get stuck on replay and it's the loudest sound bite like in the world and it would just be ringing in the headphones <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, like just loud. Like I'm, I'm like that game in itself is already crazy loud. That on top of it doesn't help. But you got a sound in there. That's that's huge. You that's got a sound in there, really big. Also made it on uh, 2K, I believe. Yes, uh, two yeah. years ago, maybe this past year. But um, so I listened to what's popping, and I was like, eh, like whatever. Mm-hmm. And then that's what they all say came out. Um, and I was like, you know what? Like he's kind of blowing up. Like. Let's see what it's about. I felt the same way about Olivia Rodrigo. Like I didn't listen to Driver's License until Sour came out, yeah. and then I listened to the whole album. I was like, "Oh, this shit's actually good." Very and, good. Yeah. Um, I listened to that's what they all say, and I was like floored. I was taken aback. I was like, "No way!" Not only White Boy can rap. Yeah. White Boy can put together like a good album. Yes. A good like, rap like, album, like, hip hop, like yeah. vibes. And the way he describes his music, like he said, it's not like it's not so much up and down music as much as it is like side to side. Mm-hmm. And I really vibe with that. And I think that's true. And like his features are like really like he handpicked them so well. They're perfect. Yeah. Big Sean. I'm not a Big Sean guy. I'll be the first to admit it. He got Big Sean on. um, Man, what's that song? Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. He got Big Sean yeah, on the stands, the Way Out. Way Out, yeah. And it's a good verse. I really, I, I genuinely think like, again, top five albums of 2020 for real. Like that's what they all say is, is really great. Yeah. I definitely had it on repeat. Like as soon as it dropped, dropped continuously good. Like one, the one liners are crazy. Mm-hmm. I feel like he brings like a, a set fresh, a set fresh of one liners nowadays. Um, the imagery in some of the songs like Baxter Avenue, mm-hmm. um, uh, 21C Delta. That, oh my God. I think that might be my favorite. Mine too. The beat, the 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 storytelling throughout the song, kind of like the love or lust that kind of like is following and the trend throughout the album that like we kind of get again and love is dro. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's kind of like falling out at that stage. But I mean like the album's ending too. So like that kind of like ties hand in hand. Like the album's ending. So is this relationship that he's been chasing throughout the whole album. So, but also like, you can feel his personality in his music, like no holds bar, 
is very honest and upfront with like upbringing and certainly like a dude who's like worked for it like not not like kind of like there's definitely some industry people who like have been like you know given a like a route in music but i feel like jack harlow was one of the younger guys who was kind of like paved his own lane in like an era of hip-hop that is transforming in different ways before our eyes that like i could never imagine and it's kind of hard you know like with you got like uzi young thug little baby gonna yeet now yeah playboy cardi like they, these are like superstars who are bending the genre and you have like these select few like group of dudes who are still like staying true to like that that older sound mm-hmm. not even older sound but just like i don't know there's different lanes there's always been different lanes in, in hip-hop and i think that's why hip-hop is like the like now the world's like favorite genre because it's just so immersive you can find kind of like any sound in there that you want i don't know i mean i I think he's doing his thing for real no he is doing his thing and that's why i'm saying like i i truly think he's going to be around for like the foreseeable future and he he just got cast in uh the reboot of white men can't jump um which is a big deal do i think we need to reboot everything no no But, but you know if we're doing it good for jack harlow you know get out there but i will say if you think jack harlow is just a guy who makes like pop rappy music like I would encourage you to maybe revisit um, That's What They All Say because, I mean, obviously he's got the songs like What's Poppin' and like I Want to See Some Ass, but like Gabe was saying, like Baxter Avenue on That's What They All Say, like he really talks about um, his upbringing. He talks about how like his his dad like builds houses and his mom rode horses. Like, I mean, that sounds dumb. I'm really like dumbing down the lyrics, like especially when I deliver it like that. But well, you, I mean, you're like you're kind of just saying like he grew up in like a simple. He has a single sim- simple backstory, but he like always strive for more. But like in that song, he talks about like trying to give money to his homies and trying to give them the right amount. But they live in the opposite sides of the city, going mm-hmm. through way different lives just because of the color of skin. Like, he's like, how can I um, be the leader of some brown skin boys when I'm not brown skin? Like that sort of perspective is like, I feel like what's missing in a lot of like hip hop nowadays. Mm -hmm. Like it's something that like you kind of like they breeze over. I don't really talk about. And he does talk about it. And like uh, on his song, the first song on That's What They All Say, Rendezvous. I mean, I think that just like sets the stage for the album perfectly. Like he, he like he spits. There's no chorus like and he even talks about that. Like, I mean genuinely i feel like there's not enough i can say about this album to like convince people to listen to it and volunteer your time to it because i really do think i'm sure we really do think like jack harlow has something special and um you know i just think his his album titles are iconic i mean this is his first or that's what they all say was his first studio album yeah um but and of course, the cover art's hard. He's like posted up very with clean a, with a very broad cover and one of my favorite limousine. Yeah. Um, and then the next one, "Come Home, the Kids Miss You," out May sixth. Um, also a hard title. I'm curious to see what the uh, the album art is going to look like, but I'm sure it'll be like just as hard. It, but the title not, like that, you know, if not more. I'm thinking with the way the snippet is sounding, because the snippet sounds like crazy production heavy. I think this is Kanye executive produced. I didn't want to bring up Kanye again on the on another episode, but I feel like Goat. 
He's got, he's got a, like, when you, when you have a GOAT pass, like, you're going to be brought up a lot. You're going to be brought up a lot. But, like, I think Kanye definitely has his hands on this project in more ways than one. I mean, he flew Jackson Donna, too. Mm-hmm. He flew him out to Miami, and they chopped it up in the song they did, even though Donna, too, is kind of a unfinished, unfinished mess, debacle, but the stem player is dope for the future of music and sampling and what you can do with it. But, like, the song they made is one of the better songs out of the album, I guess you wanted to say. The one with the Soldier Boy is actually not bad too. He kinda he kinda went off Draco. Like, maybe Draco kinda went off in the verse. But um no, Jack's got a I think he's kinda, you know, set him up set himself up to to fill some big shoes, but he seems like a very confident dude to get it done. Mm-hmm. And like I feel like he has the drive out of all these young guys to like really push the envelope with his certain music. And he's only 24. Only 24. Like, a lot of these dudes are young, man. A lot of these guys are young. And that's, like, one of the only things that keeps me, like, optimistic about the future of hip-hop is, like, looking at so many people who are hot right now that are so young and then also looking at how many people are hot right now that are, like, old. Like, and, are, and are still dropping. Because right? it just makes you think, like, if our, like, if our favorites, you know, Kanye, J. Cole, Kendrick, I mean, I kind of want to say Eminem just because, like, he's dropping and he's older. He's yeah. older. He's old. Like, yeah. he's not even old. He's older. But um, if they're all dropping and, like, still relatively want to be in the music game for a while, so I feel like some of these young dudes are also going to be around for, you know, another seven, ten years. I hope so. I hope. Because... I, I hope so. My thing is, like, we kind of went from this trap, like, subsonic wave in, like, 2016 to, like, now. I feel like we're, like, hitting... Not really, like, a we're hitting, like, a peak with it just because of all these, like, I mean, Playboy Cardi's kind of birthing, like, a whole new... Like, oh, yeah. I don't, I, like... What do you... what? I don't even know what to call it's it. It's, like, experimental, but it's, like, more experimental than experimental. Like, experimental feels too limited. Yeah. Because you can call Yeezus experimental. Literally. You can call Big Fish Theory experimental. Literally. You can call Death Grips even experimental hip-hop. But it's, like, it's more... We're shrugging in yeah. the studio. You words, like, yeah, words, yeah. Uh, <laughs> words. But no, like he, they're doing something crazy. And my thing is, like, we're hitting this peak of where hip hop's going. I feel like there's no cap. Like, there's really like no ceiling. No to cap. Like, no cap. No kizzy. No ceiling to what like hip hop can do. And is Jack Carlo gonna like stay in his lane, or do you think he'll a couple years like weave out? You know, get some collabs with Playboy. Or hop on, you know, a Yeet song, something like that. I was going to say because Travis DM'd us like a, a couple of weeks ago. Yes. And he was talking about how like most of the, the white artists that got into hip hop, like Post Malone, mm-hmm. um, Mac Miller, he was like, they use it as a stepping stone to get to the music that they want. And we both like we all agree basically like we don't necessarily see like a problem with that like make the music you want to make obviously um but there feels like there's just something that feels so authentic about the way that like not only mac miller did it but also jack harlow like right now you can tell he's kind of got like his his like soul in it almost Mm -hmm. and i'm not nothing against post malone like i think his music's fine yeah but i just feel like some type of way about this man jack harlow let's get him on the show let's get jack come on the show man yeah what are we doing jack please come on the show you got the nardwar interview 
We got to be up next, for real. For real. Let's fly them out. Yeah, who I got to get in contact with? I'll, I'll figure that out. Urban Wyatt. Urban Wyatt. We do need to get in contact with Urban. But yeah. Jack Harlow. And uh, you brought up Mac Miller. I just want to say, like, mm-hmm. one. RIP, one of my favorites. But Mac really, like, how you said, did it his own way. And was like, he, he used... Kind of, he was he was like a frat rapper. Yeah, he start like he started out as frat rap. Like that's that's a fact. But what he did to like he he made beautiful music. Mm-hmm. His music evolved so <clears throat> so elegantly, and it was like it's kind of crazy to see. I don't know the potential that like some artists have that like gets get like squandered so quick because of stuff that happens. You know, they pass away, OD, all that stuff. But Mac like. Truly, truly, I think revolutionized. What like I don't even know what his genre like of hip hop like you would call it like. I would say he moved like almost closer towards like he he toes the line between rap and R and B like yeah. type, but I don't I'm I don't know what I would call it. Like if we're talking like you said like Jack's like definitely soulful in this mm-hmm. stuff, but Mac I felt was like. Not even so. I feel like he was more spirit. Yeah, like he put his spirit in his music, and you could like you could feel that going through his whole album. Because like it's hard to play one Mac Miller song off an album and then not just like revisit the whole thing. Yeah, because like it just draws you back in. You can feel his energy like pull you back in in a sense. I don't know. I'm a big Mac Miller fan, big Mac Miller fan. So I just like talking about him. Mm-hmm. But now Jack Harlow, huge future. It's it's in his hands for real, for real. Like, like he he's got the keys. Real shit, facts. I got the, key, I got the keys, keys, keys. I got the keys. Whoa. Keys, keys. Maybe I need to re-listen to that. Song. Yeah, that's future, right? Yeah, on yeah. The hook. That is future. DJ Khaled and Jay Z's on that song, right? He pulled out like that. Yeah, hold, hold up. that up. Hold, hold up. up. Hold, hold up. up. Hold up. There's some like sleeper like songs on that that are very good. No, that was a good album because that was the same one they got. Uh, the, I'm the one with like yes okay I got the keys DJ yes. Khaled Jay Z and Future yes interesting and then I'm the one had Justin Bieber Chance yes. the Rapper Quavo Lil Wayne Lil Wayne yeah man okay DJ Khaled hey wait Chance the Rapper album coming soon are you serious yeah what yeah I think um either end of this month or what middle of next month I'm pretty sure I saw something on Twitter what yeah I I can't believe I forgot about that. When was this announced? This week. If, if, if there was a, a snippet of it, like I, I saw like a quick quick look at a tweet, but I mean, I think he's dropping. But like he has to bring his A game. My mind is decided. 324. Yes. What? Yes. Oh, oh, he did. He did post a snippet. Minute and 39 seconds long. Okay. All right. Can we play the snippet? Ooh. Sure. Why not? Why not? If we can't. Who cares? Landon will just edit it out. That's true. Hey, shout out our editor, Landon. Uh huh. The fable unfolds. The prince is coronated at home. Foreign states sent robes ornated in gold. The poor faded sore losers all hated their roles. They played it perfectly. I couldn't make it alone. My city, my throne. My chair is the beam. I layer my home. And
and fair as the queen. It ain't fair, I inherited liens. But my house stands straight, I'm the sturdiest beam. Heavy the crown, but steady the vision. Eyes wide open, ears stay ready to listen. The petty decisions I left at the city's discretion. Skyscrapers are the throne on which I stand. I'm the African man, I stand on sovereign land. The spaceship is quite heavy, so it rock when it land. A rocket ship is just a boat that takes off at a slant. I need a co-signer for an ocean liner again. Got a crew and a plan, we can go dock at the sand. Look for a sign, I'm in between a line and a tan. At the closest point again, we'll be back here again. some singles that he dropped like he dropped like a few series of singles before um the big day and i thought those were pretty good what is that what is that one um what is that one because i know what i'm talking about uh i really liked uh workout i know it's gonna work out yeah in 2018 he dropped like a series of 65th and ingleside okay yeah i was that's the one i liked a lot the most I mean, they're all, I'll say it. Do I think Chance fell off quality-wise? Yes. Did I really like The Big Day at first? Yes. But then it kind of grew off of me. Um, but I'm not going to, I mean, I, I still think there were some good songs on The Big Day. Yeah, there's a, there's a few on there, but just but you know, as, as a, a pro- whole, yeah. after like, you know, 10-day Astro Rap and Coloring Book. Disappointing. Yeah. that's the That's just the word. It was disappointing, and then like, I feel like his like momentum kind of like died off after that and he didn't like I feel like everyone was just calling him trash and he couldn't like do anything to like bring that hype back up but I think you know when artists step away for a little bit after a while and like bring back music people are like hey you know let's give him a chance again or real fans are let's like give him a chance <laughs> real fans are like <laughs> real fans are like like where have you been because I feel like making a bad song or a bad album does not make you a bad artist especially when you have a very consistent catalog because he does have a good he does have a good catalog with what he's dropped but i mean the big day is kind of eh so it gets overshadowed but also if we're if we're playing snippets and we're talking about artists kenny mason is a name that needs to be written down it's got to be put up in the smithsonian somewhere like when i say one, I feel like when your name's Kenny, you kind of like oh, Kenny. do big stuff. K-Dot, 
Kung Fu Kenny, mm-hmm. Kenny Mason, Kenny Beats, like Kenny G. Like oh, true. Like you're you're kind of born for this. Sax man. When I tell you, this this kid is insane. Twenty three, by the way, Atlanta, Georgia. Best state that produces music, I think. From the ATL. Yeah. Yeah. Like East Coast, like that's why I say we're like when the East Coast is better than the West Coast. East Coast is better than West Coast. Aside from like some some legends out there or some people who are still like making a couple like decent albums out west, the East is dominating. No, for real. Dominating. And I will not I just I'm dying on the hill. I think that like the it might sound obvious, but like when it comes to the West Coast, and forgive me if I'm ignorant, but you really just got like LA and the bay like oakland san fran like that area and then you got like la socal basically uh amina is from portland okay okay name so another like, name yeah. another artist from oregon <sighs> that's that's i wasn't i wasn't gonna name another one east coast I just, yeah. new york you got virginia chicago chicago baltimore like dmv area completely you florida, got come on florida you got um atlanta louisiana Louisiana, Memphis. I mean, I feel I like classify that. I mean, like, is it uh, Midwest? Yeah, when you bring up yeah, Chicago yeah, yeah. and Detroit. and like I mean, Isaiah Rashad's from Tennessee, so yeah. True. But still, I, yeah, still. it's it's stacked. I mean, yeah. we got Outkast, we got Biggie, we got all the New York rappers. Really, like, what's on. crazy about like the like the divide between like how music shifts as it goes from coast to coast is crazy because like you get the the West Coast, it's more funk, uh, it's more like. Uh, like 808 knocking, but it's not like boom bappy knocking how mm-hmm. it is in New York and up in Chicago. Um, they're like the drill scene is very like heavily centered up north, but like I feel like there's like none out out west, mm-hmm. and I think they would go crazy with some drill out there. Um, and just the, the the styles of rap, like East Coast has always been more. I feel like heavily lyrics, like it, it, like. Lyricism is one of the top things mm-hmm. when you're talking about East Coast rap. You're like lyrics, writing, and then like beat production. And that kind of goes all after that. But I feel like out West, they get a beat and then just throw out lyrics on there. Right. But like the way the way they do it differently is just so beautiful. And I think we need that. I think if like all hip hop kind of like had the same cadence and flow and rhythm, it just would not hit the same at all. And that's why it's so diverse today. Through the snippet. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Let's let's hear the snippet. Yeah, Kenny Mason. Sorry, lift off freestyle, energy beats produced. Okay. Yeah, I treat them money mission like James Bond. I hit like bear buns, and my niggas made buns. I made buns with villains because I came from where they take guns to physics. Get your grades up for that K flunk your physical. Baby girl, keep on legs up. You look the cool, gave her heads up. So that head was consensual. Hold my dress up. I'ma make this shit a little spiritual. I nibble a little when she get hysterical. She know I'm a big niner. Iron on me, Reiner. My little homie fire without being hired. I focus on the bonus and the bonus come in 100%. But don't flex how many hundreds I get. I'm in the jungle trying to juggle a lot of drama. I sit and center myself and study my wins. Like, look what I did. My mama from Bankhead. My partner them pay feds. My brother he played with. That Britney like K fit. Shot it, let me drive it. I could get you to safely No, I'm good on every corner like safeties I done put in years, did this shit in the basement Amenities minimal, made my mental go mayhem Vision is visible, then I'm finna go chase them Lyrics I feel don't came literal Lips can make miracles, mix the great gifts The big one gave, then I go flip the game Right on this tip, you hoes, stay on your tippy toes
toes I'm a menace to society See this Messiah riding with the semi on the side of me Ready for God Three, two, one. Lift off, lift off, lift off. Bitch, I'm in the city with big wop. Real talk, real talk. I can tell that nigga with you real soft. Lift off, lift off. Bitch, I'm in the city with big wop. Real talk, real talk. I can see that nigga with you real soft. That's that's insane. That's really solid. I like, love that flow. Like when I tell you <sighs> the Attack on Titan line, by the way. Oh my god! If you're an anime fan and you're hearing this, you gotta you gotta listen to Kenny Um, I'm not a nerd, so sorry. Yeah, I don't I watch that. It. Don't but watch that. I could totally hear like if he drops that as an actual single, I would want to hear Jit on that. <sighs> and he, has a, he has a song with Jit. And there's another artist I could hear that has like similar flow and cadence, like. Kenny and Jid that I could also hear on that. Like I would want like three verses on that. Yeah, the, I, like that's a freestyle off the top. By the way, that's good. Like I like I'm you need you need to. I'm telling you, you need to re-listen to Angela Cud Rap. I, I feel like I know I sent you the album like a while ago. Revisit that. Okay. Then yes, sir. Listen to yeah. You better do this. Listen to the super cut right after that. It's okay. like the deluxe version of that. Denzel Curry for, uh, feature, Freddie Gibbs feature. Ooh, uh, I think that might be it for rappers, but not like incredible. Mm -hmm. And he should be dropping an album this year. So, okay, keep the name on the docket, Kenny Mason. I know uh, a few of my friends saw, or maybe I'm thinking of Red Veil. I just get it confused it because they're, they're both really good. Yeah, um, and yeah. they're really young, mm -hmm. and they're talked about in the game, like as up and comers. And so. they've had um, they've collabed on. I can't remember the other song, but I know one of them was Ray Gun. Which is really, really freaking good, but um, they've collabed on like either like two or three songs. Mm -hmm. But um, Redvell's only like seventeen, he's like 17 years old, at this point, which is crazy, and he's really good. He reminds me of Earl a lot, and I and I like that style of rap. Mm -hmm. It's different. Getting into Earl took me a while, just because of. I think it's like it's it's again it's just like another subgenre mm -hmm. of like hip hop mm -hmm. and rap, and. It might, it, I think it's one of the harder ones to get into, as, like along with um, experimental hip hop. But once you get in there, like it's good. And like you can definitely tell, like it's almost more emotional, just like the deadpan delivery of most of the lines and stuff like that. Um, and Earl kind of has, not to get off on like another topic, mm -hmm. but like he's definitely creating and cultivating this sort of like, subgenre like i would say like just like playboy cardi is leading the way for whatever we want to call it earl is doing the same thing for that genre he's got like mavi who actually oh God, i love my opened I for love jack harlow at the concert and then we can get into like the live shows yes sir but yes, um sir. he opened and of course like nobody was hip to who he was but 
which was, you know, because it's a Jack Harlow concert. Mm-hmm. Everybody was Everyone there for Jack Harlow. Everyone was there for Jack Harlow. It was like 50% like girls were just like, oh my God, Jack Harlow, which I was there for that too. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. But he, he was yelling the same stuff. Don't worry. Mavi was like out here doing like his thing, like the, the Earl type beat and everyone was just kind of dead. I felt bad, but it was really good. Yeah, man. They gotta get, you gotta give Mavi his respect, man. True. Like he's, mm, he's got some great songs. Great album, too. But no, um, live tour coming back. Let's go. It just, one, I mean, the Rowan Loud lineup is actually insane. It really is. Actually insane. Was it Ye, Kendrick, and Future headlining? Yep. That is stupid. And like, that's a steal. That's worth like more money than the tickets are. I can guarantee it. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. But those tickets are still, they're up there. Oh, I mean, yeah. Hey, but hey, you can lock in for $10. Lock in for $10. Oh, Don't cool. forget that. Great. Awesome. But Thanks. no, like, that is going to be, I mean, one, the album has to be coming for Kendrick. Definitely. But two, like, touring coming back, there's going to be a lot of, like, music coming out now, for sure, for sure. Because the incentive to tour, like, that's what a lot of these artists got their money off of was touring. Especially mm-hmm. if you're not independent, you don't own your rights to your music. You're not making any money. You're not putting anything out and going on tour and performing it. Mm-hmm. Now that like concerts are coming back, I feel like a lot of our favorites about to start dropping again. And I feel like one name that like is, was talked about for a little bit, like in, in terms of live touring and albums coming out was Travis Scott, and, you know, don't wanna like bring him up too much just because of everything that happened and like the tragedy that happened at his, his festival. But I feel like we still have to like take advantage of like one, be safe when mm-hmm. you're going to concerts and festivals. Two, remember like we're still low key in a pandemic in like a sense. Yeah. So like go at your own risk. If you if you're not if you're sick, do not go. Like straight um, up. If you are <laughs> Yeah, if you're caught, do not go. Like it's it's not worth it. Like I get you you spend money, like you wanna have an experience, but uh there's nothing that's like there's no temporary experience worth your life. So straight just be up. safe. Just be safe, but have fun. You know, these these things are meant to like be very fun and like a moment to like live life to the fullest and seeing your art, your favorite artists performing your favorite songs, nothing comes close to it for real. I will say like pre-pandemic and pre-Astroworld tragedy, um, you know, I had been to a Tyler Creator concert and a Brockhampton concert, both of those pretty wild, pretty crazy. Um, and it was fun, but definitely like there was a lot of pushing involved, like shows like that can get kind of hectic. Um, and just to kind of like juxtapose that after the Astroworld tragedy, after I guess post pandemic or mid pandemic, whatever you want to call it, we still in this thing. Yeah, we still in here. We going to be in here for a while. A little bit. Um, but I was at a Claro concert a couple weeks ago. Very nice. She stopped the show twice. And it's, I heard that. Yeah. I heard she stopped it. Claro. So it's not like people are like pushing and shoving, like literally like we're all just like standing and crying basically. But like (laughs) she still stopped the show twice because people weren't like, people weren't all right. Like there was like a concern in the audience. So she stopped the show. Phoebe Bridgers has been doing the same thing. Billie Eilish did the same thing. And then of course... Kanye had to, yeah. 
<laughs> say something about it. But, you know, obviously there are valid concerns for like everything that's happening. So just be safe, make educated decisions. And like Gabe said, no temporary experience is worth your life. Not at all. Yeah, not at all. It's just like, you know, like, uh, you know, some states are, are lifting mass mandates and opening things up again. So like there's a lot more people out now. So you, everyone's kind of kind of get used to like being around like everyone again mm-hmm. or at least being like decent again. So, you know, don't push and shove. Like if you got there late as hell, do not run through the crowd to get to the front. Like I, I that's one of my biggest pet peeves. Dude, for if, real. if you're if you're pushing me through and I'm good with where I'm standing at in the crowd. And no one else wants you to get through. I promise, shoving through everyone is not going to make it better. Like, like, back up, back up. We we got our spots. You you ain't get no VIP ticket. You ain't special. Was at the uh was at All Things Go Festival in Columbia, Maryland, seeing Charlie XCX. Ooh, um, I gotta listen to the album, dude. It's so good. Yeah, I gotta listen to that album. It's so good. I'll do like a little thing on it, like yeah. towards the end of the episode. Sweet. But um was seeing the set and you know it's a music festival it's pretty packed mm-hmm. it's, it's a smaller festival but you know still whatever um and we had like pretty decent like standing room whatever in comes this girl from behind us little literally like visibly drunk also visibly entitled mm-hmm. we feel like pushing from behind us and it's not the person immediately behind us because we made friends with them but like the girl was behind them and basically like trying to get through. Yeah. And she was like, let me through. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Loki, like getting angry. I'm like, you're shoving me. You're spilling beer on the dude behind me because you were late to the set. Mm-hmm. And now you want to get a better place. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Like that's just rules of the road. It is rules of the road. Like we didn't see like, um, it was like some artist like beach bunny or something, uh, because we wanted to see Charlie. So we stayed and saw some, we saw love, love, love. He he's like really popular. He has like a song with a billion streams. But regardless, we stayed, saw him. We weren't interested, but we saw Charlie hmm. because we stayed and got yeah. better. Like you know, yeah, that's yeah. a sacrifice you got to make. Oh yeah, for sure. So I, I've done, done that. Done that times. That's like my favorite thing about festivals. Like you get late to like a decent artist, but like you're there early as heck for your favorite artist coming up next. Especially yeah. when everyone leaves, run to yeah. the front. Run to the front. I'm I'm camping out. I'm leaning on the stage. Basically. Straight up. Yeah, I'm not I'm not leaving from the spot. One thing though is like being at the front and people are shoving. You got to stop that because there was um, I think it was like the '80s. There was a rock concert in like some like small like uh like showroom. Mm-hmm. It fit like 120 people in or something like that. Yeah, and they had like um. Sorry about that. That's unprofessional. Sorry about that. <laughs> your mom calling me. Oh. No. How'd you get her number? Actually, I don't want to know. <laughs> you don't want to know. Don't finish. Long story. Long story. But no. <laughs> no. Um, there was a... This was going to be a very serious topic I was going to talk about. That just dere- derailed me right there. Sorry. Sorry. Let me focus back in. Start from the top. No, like it's actually tragic. Like it's a tragic story. But um... 120 people in this small like showroom for this rock concert and they have like pyrotechnics behind them like shoot out like uh flames oh and man curtains catch on fire uh there's one exit in the room at the very back so you know everyone panics sprints to the exit and no one can get out they just start like 
this little graphic, but like people just like start like stacking on top of people trying to get out the door. Mm-hmm. No one can get out, and all those people die in that fire. That like all all hundred twenty people. It, I think it's called like the um the the concert from hell or like the show from hell or something like that. But like that's one thing. Like you have to be so careful, and it doesn't even like it doesn't even like matter if you're careful. It's other people and the venue itself. So. Everyone be careful. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, the, yeah. Rule of thumb. Just, just beware, be, be yeah, smart, be, be, be safe. Be aware, yeah. Be aware, don't panic. If, like, you see other people, like, you see, like, people passing out at a show, please, like, give them water. Yeah, check be up there on other people, people right? Be there for other people because I feel like we were, like, I don't know, COVID has messed up, like, a lot of the way we interact with everyone. And, like, we don't want to, like, interact with, like, people anymore. But, like, stepping up and being a good person is never going to be looked upon, looked down upon in my book. So, and also, like, there's nothing like uh on a lighter note like the camaraderie you get from like befriending a stranger in oh yeah the audience like even though okay. you will probably never see that person again in your life like there was a, a guy at the baby keen concert i forget what his name is um shout out though i know he's listening um and we like we just befriended him um and we hung out we cracked jokes like whatever and then by the end of the show it was like all right peace it was nice meet, nice meeting you yeah dipped never saw him again but like that's, that's like the cool thing, like being able to bond with someone that like you only know, like you're not you, like one, you're not going to see him again. And two, right. like we have a common interest is one, this artist or two, this song, this sound, this type of music. And like Childish Gambino said, nothing travels like a song, man. Mm-hmm. Like music is one of the things that if we can't all agree on something, I think everyone likes tapping their foot every now and then. So also like still talking about touring, Um, I want to talk about some albums that uh kind of like not take us back but remind us of our folks okay so um kind of a, kind of a story that goes into this one so spit i'm not a big spit on um me. you <laughs> not a big u2 fan even though i know we all had uh that album downloaded to our phones like back in the day randomly I, remember that they like uploaded the youtube album to everyone's phone a YouTube album. A YouTube. A YouTube, YouTube album. YouTube. Actually, yeah, I think I do remember that. Maybe, like vaguely, I might. It might be one of those scenarios where I'm like, yeah, I think so. I'm gonna pull up the exact album. Um, but I do remember checking my phone one day when I used to have like uh, Apple Music, and or I guess it was iTunes back then, whatever. iTunes. And yeah. I had like there was a YouTube album, and I was like, I don't remember listening to this. So maybe you're like scratching some distant memory that I've repressed because my childhood was so. Horrible. horrible no but um i just don't i don't quite remember it but it sounds familiar i don't know it, it might have been this one i'm not sure i'll let you go. i don't know it's it doesn't really matter you know i'm not a big youtube fan i just want to say that mm-hmm. but um my dad was and um an album that he really loved back in the day was um joshua tree so um funny story was uh him and a couple of his college buddies um you know they uh back then like they had like you know Call to get like you know tickets or blah 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 to um so and so show and U two was having like they were they were huge back then oh like, yeah like their tours and like shows went crazy and they were having a contest you know um U two will fly you out pay for your hotel and like you get to go VIP to the concert so my dad you know him and his buddies like stay up all night trying to call 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 gets to, like two a.m. and they're that they're that last caller so the next morning they get flown out to L A like literally that night they're like we have to fly you out because the show is like tomorrow night and you know time changes mm-hmm. and everything. So like we have to fly you out tonight. They literally go to the airport, get on a plane for them 
and they have like all like the food and alcohol that they want. Dang. So they live it up. They live it up on the plane for so and so amount of hours, fly out there, land, go to the hotel, and like get to meet the band before they go out there. Are you serious? The backstage, yeah. Backstage, you get to meet the band. And then they get down to the show. There's still like more food and beverages offered them in the backstage. And they, you know, have this freaking phenomenal like U2 experience that that concert was crazy back there for Joshua Tree. But um, uh, they go back to the hotel and like crash for a couple more hours after the show ends. And they have to fly out the next morning. And when I tell you, my dad said that he was like probably the most hungover he's ever been in his life, but worth it in every penny because he got to see one, his favorite band at the time, two, like fly around the country, free booze, free food with some of his best friends in like the era where rock was just taking over. Yeah. That's... And, uh, and he told me that story. I'm like, this is just like a random, like, like random life story you've held on for so long yeah. that you got to experience. My dad, I'm like, that's a 30, flex. I'm 35 years yeah. old. Why didn't you tell me? Why didn't you tell me like, this? He's like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, it just it just wasn't important. Like that's <laughs> that's dope. Like that's dope. Like that's that's like if one of my favorite. That's like if literally Kendrick was like, hey, you want to go on this new album tour with us? Come, I'll fly you out the Compton, some shit like that. We'll we'll do an in house theater. Like listen to the album. And I would like, like. I would never yes. not talk about that for the rest of my life. Yeah, shout the the YouTube and uh, Joshua Tree. I think that, as an aside, being hungover on a flight makes your hangover one million times worse. It's actually terrible. It is the worst experience. Like, has to be. It's up there for like, and I don't even like like I like flying, but mm-hmm. I like flying too. I do get sketched out a little bit up there with the turbulence, but being hungover on a plane and having to deal with all that, it literally like gives me chills just like thinking about Every it. Every other bump like, you're just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I can't get up for a third time. If the fashion seatbelt sign's mm-hmm. on, can't get up. If I, if I get up, I'm gonna fall. Yeah, uh, yeah. No one can see me like this. I got the sunglasses on still. No, bro. Still, let me show you this. On. Let me show you this photo. Need the photo evidence. Cause that light through the windows piercing oh my god it's piercing bro it's literally so bad i um i was hung over coming back from a like school trip like in college from new hampshire and like we did like a whole thing for like the democratic primary or whatever and the last night we were there we threw like a big like smasher of a uh yes sir like a party in the hotel room and i don't Motel, know Motel, holiday Inn. i think it was actually a double treat but anyways uh, um i like i've never been more sick in my entire life i clutched a barf bag the entire flight i had to make myself go to sleep i was convinced i was gonna throw up all over the place when i got home i had to hang my head out of the window on the way back from richmond international airport to powhatan virginia good lord and then i crashed for like several hours um, but then, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm still here today, but yeah, that, yeah. that was not a fun experience at all. That's one of them like hangovers where you're like, I'm never, well, I'm not doing I'm this never again. Drinking yeah, again. Never drinking again. Never drinking again. So but, when we landed, yeah, my mom was like, sure. my mom scooped me and she was like, are you okay? Like, cause I almost, I almost missed the flight. Straight oh, up, wow. like that's how hungover I Damn, was and bad. I overslept. It was really bad. bad. So I landed and my mom was like, oh my God, like. I, I've never seen you like this because I don't really drink like that. Mm. 
Um, but when you're in New Hampshire, like, what are you going to do? Yeah, when you're in New Hampshire, all rules are gone. I was like, I need, like, greasy food. No, so yeah, we stopped at, yeah. like, Westchester, and she, like, got me Burger King or whatever. And this is, like, the only photo I have from the experience. Just, like, me, like, really just throwing a whopper down my gullet. And yeah, anything to survive at that point. Yeah, you're kind of on, like, full instinct survival mode at that point, for real. But um, speaking of my mother and getting back to the topic yes um rumors by fleetwood mac um is one album that reminds me of my mom uh because i don't really know i don't quite know her connection to rumors or fleetwood mac as a whole outside of like a a personal thing that like i i won't disclose on the on the podcast um it's a secret um, Gotta keep the secrets, man. Yeah, for real. Especially if it's with my mom, because yeah. she listens to this and she'll kill me. So yeah, um, man, you can't do that. She will can't do that. Yeah. stab me in my spleen, and I will bleed out. Yeah. But we ain't making the secrets. Rumors uh, by Fleetwood Max. It's a uh, it's a great album. I will say, I have never heard an album quite like it. Mm-hmm. Well, like you've heard rumors. It's been a it's while. Okay, it's okay I, to be like, but like, I haven't. A little bit. Little got you. Bit. I got you. I got you. Yeah, that's totally fine. Because I'm not the biggest fan. I'm um, the biggest fan. But I know that, like, they're great. So yeah. I'm going to listen to that Kenny Mason album. Was, you yes. find, I'll just send you, like, rumors. Because they released, like, a deluxe, a super deluxe, like, whatever. And they, like, kind of beat a dead horse. Like, literally, like, they made, like, a 40-minute album, like, two hours. Oh, wow. And it's just, like, live, like, live songs and demos. Like, mm. I don't need all that. But. Yeah, send me that. Send me that. The original rumors, um, every song could be a single, like a lead single. Like I'm I'm serious. I'm oh, wow. straight up. And my mom, um, she loves this album so much. And when I think of it, it just reminds me of her and how I used to like sit in the back seat and she would put on like uh she would put on oh my God. Um you know let me let me pull up the track list. Let me pull up yeah I'm saying you gotta pull it up. Yeah for real. Um Okay, so it starts off with a uh, secondhand news, which is really good. Dreams is like one of the the classic uh, Fleetwood Mac song. Never going back again. Don't stop. Go your own way. Like we would literally just be like driving like down Rocky Ford, and we'd be listening to that, and I'd be like having the time of my life. Of oh, yeah. course, like when I was young, I was like begrudgingly listening to my mom's music. So of course, I couldn't look like I was enjoying it. But mm-hmm. like obviously, looking back at it, like the nostalgia, everything about it, like it's one of the things that really makes me like love my mom and like. That's definitely one of the sounds that got me into music. That and a uh, Hall and Oates, but I don't have like a specific like album attached to that. More than just like just it being like yeah, general a like, straight up vibe. Okay, and word. she had like the rumors. Like I'm pretty sure she had the cassette that we would put in the classic. forerunner. That's classic. And that yeah, and I'd be like, Mom, what the hell is that? Yeah, um, man, that's heat right there. That's heat. That's she's that's like history. Right you there. don't you don't know nothing about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, rumors about Fleetwood Mac. Love you, mom. Thank you. Hey, I want to talk about mom too. Yeah. Moms are great. Hug your mama. Moms are great. Moms are mama. good. Let us thank mom for this. Food. Thank mom. Moms are the heroes, man. For real. Yeah, straight up. Moms are the heroes. Um, my mom. She, she was a huge MJ and Prince fan, but I think she always just loved Prince just a little bit more, mm-hmm. just because I think one, Prince, ladies man, ladies man back in his heyday. Also, like that interview. Have you seen that one? Where he's like he's like on Fox News or something. I think where he's like, but he's like literally hitting on like the. Where he's, I know. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, smooth yeah, he's man. Smooth, man. He's, he could probably get me. He could probably get me. 
Straight up. Prince could probably get anyone. Well, he can't now. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> can't now. But, uh, you know, back, back in, in his day. back in his day, he, he was he was doing his thing. But no, like what Prince did, like to like define an artist is crazy. One, like I want to kind of like say MJ again, just because like true artistry is very hard to beat. And mm-hmm. MJ was pure artistry, like perfection. But Prince was just on another planet with everything that he could do. And one thing that my mom like always loved about Purple Rain was just, I don't know, the, it's just the atmosphere that Prince would bring on on his tunes because like back in that day, I feel like uh, like mixing, mastering, and all that stuff is was like very underrated because oh they were doing most of their stuff like live. Yeah. There was no MIDI setup. There was no engineer in the back. Live, bringing back the track so we can run the hook back. No, like he Prince was out there playing fifteen different instruments on one song and doing the vocals and layering it and just saying, all right, I want it chopped up like this mm-hmm. and I want it out. Like people don't like appreciate what musicians were doing back then with the limited resources they had. Like another album my mom liked also that I didn't put down was Voodoo by D'Angelo because- Oh what, man, your mom likes D'Angelo? What what Shit, what D'Angelo did with that record for its time is so crazy. And they, like, they did it in such a short amount of time. I'm like, I think it was a couple months they did it. And they, they live mixed all their vocals, instruments in house the day they were doing it. it. It sounds like it was made 10 years ago, not even like five years ago. It, it just sounds so good for its time. And being a consistent artist when you're gone and people still like your stuff is very hard to do. And Prince is one of those cats where he's go past. Like, like you're talking about a go past. Like, yeah, we got some prestige ones. Like, that's a, that's, that is a max prestige. That's a max prestige go, go pass. RIP Prince. My mom loves you. You did your thing on Purple Rain. Yeah. For real. For real. Um, and then I guess to tie it all up in a knot, I don't really have many albums associated with like my father per se. Not a commentary on my relationship with my dad, you guys. Yeah, no, nothing like that. Don't get it twisted. Nothing like that. But I do have a, uh, a distinct memory um, where my dad used to live with us. Um, we, he had like, you know, my, my dad does a little bit of everything. He, he, you know, black man from Amelia got out of, got out of town, Richmond, Chesterfield. He got around mm. anyways, phrasing, <laughs> phrasing. Well, anyways, um, but you know, he, he made his way around. He got like, you know, he's good at gardening, cooking, car stuff, electrical stuff, music, like Jack whatever. of all trades, Jack of all trades. Um, I wouldn't even, but I wouldn't go as far as saying he's a master of none because he's good at like a lot of stuff that mm. he does. Anyways, not to like, great show. I'm not, I'm not trying to praise my dad right now. It's not Father's Day. Mother's Day is coming up first, right? Believe so. I think it always does. I'm, I'm terrible at like calendar. It May. It's May. It's May. And May. Father's Day is in June. That sounds right. Yeah. That sounds right. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm comment going to agree. Uh, comment down below if you think that Mother's Day is in May. If you think it's the first one, let us know. Go on the Instagram poll yeah. and, <laughs> um, but he used to have like this, he always had like a, a speaker system, like set up, whether it was in the garage, in the house, on the back deck, like he had it all linked. 
Um, and so one day I remember I was just like chilling, like either in the kitchen or the living room. I had to have been no older than probably 10 years old. Um, and my mom and my dad were like, 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 um, just like one of them was in the living room. One of them was in the kitchen, probably like making some, I don't know. But, uh, Swass by Sir Mix-a-Lot. Sir Mix-a-Lot. A, a deep cut. Um, basically this song, Posse, my Posse's on Broadway, Posse's on Broadway, um, just takes me back to them because it's one of the, not one of the few moments, but one of the moments that I can distinctly remember being like, wow, like we are acting like as a, a family unit, like listening to this song together. And like, they were like rapping back and forth. I was like, damn, like my parents kind of cool right now. That's fire. Um, and my dad put on uh, Buttermilk Biscuits, which is like really weird. It's the first song on the album. Um, and the entirety of the album I'm not familiar with, but I just remember like, as soon as that moment happened, I was like, mom, put this on my iPod Nano. Heck um, yeah, because man. Because she had Heck the password yeah. to my iTunes. Not me. Yeah, no. Of course not. No, um, for that. But Buttermilk Biscuits, it's like a, a square dancing song, but it's Sir Mix-a-Lot. And if you guys don't know, Sir Mix-a-Lot is of the Baby Got Back. Baby Got Back. Baby Got Back. Um, oh, my God. Becky, look at her butt. It is so big. Um, But I just... It's one of those albums where it just reminds you of like a certain period of your life and you're like, wow, that shit was kind of like easy, you mm. know, and it's just like good vibes. It, it puts a smile on my face. I'm not even like making a, a commentary on the quality of the album. It's just one of those things where it's like, I think Sir Mix-a-Lot, I think Swass, I think my mom and my dad for real. And it's good. I would, I would, I would at least check out. Buttermilk biscuits just for the silliness, but Posse's on Broadway is actually a good, uh, good little uh, uh, rap song. But I think it's like it's either ninety eight or eighty eight. It's it's like kind of it's very dated. Word. I like that story, man. It's great. Nineteen eighty eight. Yeah. Nostalgia. Nostalgia in music is a beautiful thing because mm-hmm. you can you basically like you can time travel to any moment when you listen to music. It like no matter like if you listen to like a song from the 90s or like stuff that's just dropping now the moment you hear that song for the first time and you listen to it again i feel like you always go back to that that first listen or always reaching for that first listen Mm -hmm. or or like when kind of like going back to like just live touring real quick when everyone is singing the same song yeah in a crowd man man that's peak that's peak right there nothing more beautiful than that but um like a i guess the final album that i kind of want to like tie it off with and kind of like talk about like nostalgia is um Kanye West graduation was okay. a a very big album that um me and my dad would always listen to because um he would um he would drop me off at baseball practice in the mornings before he would go hunting a lot so we would be listening to the graduation on the way and I mean back then I I liked Kanye but I was kind of like too young to really like appreciate one the one liners yeah like the references that he now like that hip hop like now owns like owes like half of the credit to him for literally like it's, it's insane and it's wild it's wild actually okay. but graduation if you're talking about like 
thinking of times when life's were simple. Nothing was more simple than waking up in the morning, putting my cleats on, getting my bag in the back, and just listen to Kanye with my dad in the morning. We would like we wouldn't even have to say anything. We just listen to the music, kind of let the music talk for us. Good morning. With one, good morning. Like, there's something really special about just having a bond with your parents and just like people in general, people you love and care about in general, but throwing in music and hobbies that you like that like kind of like, like you can express yourself without having to like say, I love you. Mm-hmm. You could, you could send someone a song like, Oh, that's, that's a big thing. Okay. Or, that's like, really sweet. See, I said, yeah, no, like I'm not like sending music. Like I feel like it's kind of like, Hey, I like, there's this, there's this, two and a half minute sound bite that like sounds really good and makes me feel happy here's a little bit of me hope this makes you happy too mm-hmm. like i don't know people need to be more kind to more people just bring the love back and music does that and being able to put on a track and time travel back to the past is i don't know like when you talk about nostalgia it's it's kind of like a touchy subject because like we're growing up, life's getting, life's moving quick. Yeah. Like when we're kids or just younger in general, um, I feel like life doesn't move as fast because major events don't happen like as much anymore. Mm-hmm. Like when we're younger, like we, we're going through grade school, we like getting like our first like this and this and that. SOLs. Like, SOLs, like you're getting your driver's license, people are going to college, like all this stuff is happening. And then like it ends and you're kind of like stuck in this void of like oh like this goes on for a while now and like you're kind of like gotta figure out who i because i feel like after you graduate college or because i'm about to graduate you graduated Mm -hmm. i feel like you get to a point where the schooling it helped but with with or without the schooling i think i'm still like looking for myself like the schooling didn't make me any more whole just kind of like honed in on stuff that, you know, I didn't want to go after in life and stuff that now I do want to pursue with like my degree and stuff like that. But I think with music and hobbies that you like try to keep around yourself, it's, it's kind of hard to like, you know, lose yourself in the moment of everything, but turning on a song, listen to an album and like bringing yourself back down to like reality is like it's kind of like what you have to do nowadays because it's it's very easy to feel like I'm rambling. It's very easy to no, like not rambling. get you're... distracted or just like lose sight of what's important. And what's really important is building bonds with people, being there for the people you care about. Because there's a lot of BS in the world, man. There's a lot of BS that goes on in the world, and the world will never be perfect. But trying to have perfect moments with the people you care about is what makes it perfect or what makes life worth living. Like it's it's hard, man. Life is hard. Life is not easy, but being there for people and trying to spread happiness and stuff like that, you'll you'll find yourself along the way. You got you got to be right with yourself before you can help anyone else. Mm-hmm. For real, like if you're not right with yourself, you can't really you you're not you're no help. Right. Because like if if you're not right with yourself, the advice you're giving isn't all you know. It's not all correct. Well, in in, in a sense. Not correct, but you know what word I'm trying to. No, definitely. And like, I see it this way, like people in your life, like they're going to come and go. Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's only natural. Not everybody's meant to be in your life forever, but like the one person that you do have to live with 
for the rest of your life is yourself. Yes. So why not be your own best friend? Why not do things that would help you out? Maybe not now, but in the future. And I think that like there are so many times where uh, like I have um, I get really bad mood swings sometimes and I don't know why it just happens. But like I'll often find like I'll just be thinking to myself like, man, like music would really help me, like would really help ground me and like make me feel better, like to prevent like the constant basically like chatter and noise that's going on like up in my head. And I'll just like pop some in and it'll like remedy it basically Mm -hmm. like music is medicine and like for sure i think it's it's crazy that that's the culture now and it makes me feel good that so many people like recognize that music is modern medicine you need to start listening to music um but no like it is though like i was doing a a research project for a, a class and i was doing it on music and specifically um elderly elderly people who have parkinson's they do a lot of music therapy class and it's found when they do music therapy and they let their body relax and just move with the music their like symptoms of parkinson's fall Mm -hmm. away like they can move fluid they're like like nothing's wrong with them it's like it's like they're well not not, you know there's no no parkinson's it goes away with the music and it's how like because we as humans like we're like the only species that like can pick up a a rhythm and tempo like for real besides there's like one species of bird that can sort of do it but we're the only species on earth that can do that so music just brings you back to your inner self it, it touches you in, like on the inside and, and i don't know that's kind of like all i had that's kind of all i had with that just like a little like side note but music is therapy music is medicine mm-hmm. it moves the world song travels man nothing travels like a song episode got kind of deep yeah you know, right yeah. there yeah i'm i'm not i'm not yeah. opposed to it though no i kind of like that yeah, i mean because talking about music's great but i feel like i i think about like myself and life more than like music because music is just like another factor that i use to like kind of like escape like cope with that yeah cope with that but yeah like it's i feel like if people have more conversations like this it'll get rid of the stigma one i'm just gonna say this right now people do not think about you as much as you think they do. When I tell you that everyone kind of has their own problems and own life that they have to deal about, thousand percent they are. So I was always one of that dude that like, one of those dudes that like was overthinking everything. Oh my God, everyone hates me. Like I do one thing wrong and like, I'm so annoying. It's like, no, like they literally don't care. They're worried about their own stuff. So you should only really be worried about what you can control in your life. Mm-hmm. Every, every, every other outside factor needs to fall away. If you can't control it, don't worry about it. I I don't I don't even have anything to say on that. Like that was eloquently put, excellently said. Episode I, four, man. Yeah. Oh, yes. Crash. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Charlie X. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. I'm like, oh, we just had a deep talk yeah, with yeah. Uh, Stream Charlie for clear skin. I need to listen to. I'm hearing it's good, bro. I'm hearing it's really good. I'm telling you. Okay, so the rollout basically, and I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap this up in a neat little bow little bow if you have the opportunity to please check out her charlie album and her how i'm feeling now album just to get like a vibe for like the kind of music whatever just like what she sounds like now mm-hmm. um very good pretty short easy listen it's easy. pop music um and there's some good features too um crash the rollout 
she was doing these glamour shots, like 90s, like mid to late 80s, early 90s glamour shots. Big hair, kind of like lingerie, leather, like big boots, mm-hmm. like whole editing, whole shebang. And um, I was like, interesting. This, I, I'm not really gathering what's going on here. Turns out like the whole album is an homage or most of the album is like an homage to um, that era of like pop music. And it's like, I'm telling you right now, summer album. Okay. Completely. Okay. Windows down, like just jamming, like smile on your face, like driving to the beach, driving to the grocery store, <sighs> driving to your brother-in-law's house, like whatever. If you have a brother-in-law. If you have a, yeah, if you, have if a brother, you don't, don't drive to his house because he doesn't exist. Uh, he's in, won't know he's you. in your head. He's in your head. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, the album's really good. And it's also like, it kind of doubles as a breakup album too, because she broke up with her uh, significant other of like eight or nine years. Oh, wow. Um, oh, wow. So there are some, there are some personal songs, like if you get into it deep, but I mean, every, every song's just good. I, I can't complain about it. I think um, just right off the cuff, eight or nine. Uh, Ooh, okay. okay. I will say, Full disclosure, the, this is my opinion. Yeah, Go into music with your own opinion. Yes, please. Uh, open mind and everything. But the last two songs on the album prevent it from being a 10. Okay. It's kind of like you have like every song's like, wow, this is excellently placed. And then you have the last two songs and you're like, could have uh, done, done without them. Could have done without them. But, you know, it's whatever. I think it's good. I would give the album an eight or a nine. Okay. And it's decent. It's only 30 minutes long. Um, sounds... 80s 90s ish it's an homage it's good i'm gonna peep that then okay do it i got i got a peep crash you have to peep angelic hood red angelic hood red again also if you're listening to this you also peep those two yes please like please listen please music is good music is good music is good and we did like an entire deep talk about it too so if you if you're confused about what we're talking about just rewind like 15 minutes and press play yeah you got it it's easy, you know. Yeah. They make buttons. They do. They, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The 15 rewind, just hit that. Mm-hmm. Just hit that. Just hit that. Um, What would it be, like 100 times or something? I something can't do like math. that. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Something like that. Sounds about right. But yeah, um, great episode. You know where to find us. Big Persona Pod on the IG. Y'all can actually DM us, like, topics to talk about. I feel like we got to use our social media more. But yeah, um, Big Persona Pod. Spotify every Friday in the morning. You know where to find us. It's G. And that's me. Um, I think I said I'm Zach. Okay. Uh, check out what are you listening to RVA on Instagram. Um, if you really like and enjoy this podcast, I think this episode was really good. Um, feel free to send it to a friend if you think they would enjoy it. Um, have some faith in your boys. Like I said at the top of the episode, like give us two years um, at most. And we're going to be there. Just trust the process. Believe what I say by Kanye West. Um, And thank you guys for joining. And take care. Thank you, guys. It's G, by the way. I'm not saying the thing. Goodbye.